What up, fam? Hi, guys. It's Morgan. And Katie. And today is a very special episode. First of all, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us for episode five. Today is a super exciting one because we have someone very special with us today. She is a Blueberry Moments podcast self-proclaimed biggest fan, our favorite PTA and future OT, our housemate, Memory. Memory. Thank you so much for being here, Memory. We Yes, we love that you joined in all the way from Tupelo, Mississippi. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I there freaking love it. My neighbors are just shooting in the woods outside. So if you're a gunshot, that is Mississippi, honey. That is some Mississippi <laughs> shit right there. You're going to be really fun. Oh, my gosh. So, Memory, well, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. So... I have a lot of little dibbles that I dabble in. Um, I'm a, a personal trainer, bodybuilder, social media marketer, and I currently also work full-time as a physical therapist assistant in a hospital-based outpatient setting, and I love it. I work with mostly post-surgical population, but I treat general weakness, balance, and pain management also. Very nice. How long have you been doing PTA? Um, two years. Okay. Gotcha. Awesome. Um, that's awesome. You're a busy girl. And that's yeah. why when you first sat down, I was like, go get yourself a drink because that is the best part about this podcast is you just get to talk about everything that we want to talk about. And we've got some questions for you, but that's, I was like, you got to have a drink while sitting down and right. chit chatting. And it's like, it's like a, a night down in Nashville when we're all done after class sitting and hanging out. Mm-hmm. it's yes. just a little different <laughs> do you want to talk about what everybody's drinking tonight yeah let's do it memory what are you drinking tonight i'm drinking olipop the strawberry vanilla flavor olipop please sponsor me the yeah. sponsor sponsor yes sponsor this Morgan? is some free ass freaking <laughs> sponsorship right now um i was actually gifted these sour beers from someone for christmas and it is the super fruits it's the blueberry one such and so fitting it's a hoosier brewing company that is <laughs> what's it, it's called so you know me in indiana hoosier. hoosier we hoosier hard up here <laughs> tonight i have a press lime lemongrass alcoholic seltzer and i'm obsessed with them there's like a four four different flavors in this one but this is probably my favorite seltzer so far so yeah all right never have had a lemongrass seltzer um eight out of ten that'd be my (laughs) off the bat rating for it there we go yeah well we know who memory is pta plus everything and then where you work but we want to kind of know so we thought that you would be obviously best first guest on the podcast but then we talked a lot we've talked a lot about like collaboration and how important in our roles as therapists ot's and every therapist how important collaboration is and how you started out your journey as a pta in the pt world and you know why you chose ot and what made you go into that so let's hear a little bit about that um it kind of just fell into place um 
So when I was in PTA school, I obviously knew that the medical field was for me. Um, anatomy, physiology, kinesiology, and exercise science, I just loved. So during the program, I would research ways to kind of advance my career, just weigh all the options, what I could do. And I saw there were a few um, PTA to PT bridge programs, bridge in quotes, because they were not bridge programs whatsoever. You still have to get your bachelor's degree, and then you still have to work a minimum of two years and do all these extra observation hours. Just crazy, crazy requirements. So I didn't really want to get my bachelor's degree because that's not field specific. Mm -hmm. And I stumbled across Belmont's MSOT program, and I was like, this no way I, as a PTA, can bridge into OT. And I was like, this is amazing just to look at the whole therapy world through both OT and PT lens. And I definitely think that you have an up because i mean we don't I, would, I think so a little bit too as yeah. once i get ot yes mm -hmm. and my coworker, he had just started he's a pta also he had just started his pt program um so to get his bachelor's and just go to a fast-paced pt program and um he worked full-time had three kids um yeah and i was like okay you're inspiring me right now if you can do it i can do it so I talked to all my coworkers and I, looking back now, did not know what OT was. I thought that I did, but I didn't. So I just went for it and I was shocked to say the least that I got an interview and I was extremely shocked to see that I had gotten accepted, but I was so excited. So that's my story. What <laughs> interview day did you do? The second round? The second round? Cause I had In February. my year more yep. working. I so think I remember you. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, it was I feel like I knew. Maybe so. And I just take statistics still. So I was trying to just hurry up and get everything done that I could for the program. And statistics was terrible, but I made it. I am so happy I never have to take a math class ever again. I don't know about Me. you guys. <laughs> but guys, you know what we'd be doing this weekend was freaking mad in that <laughs> Peabody assessment. I can't even add. <laughs> add much less your question. And, oh my gosh, I don't even know what those words <laughs> Okay, so this past um, this past week we had a quiz in our OT performance lab, and one of them was calculating the chronological age. I don't know what I did wrong, but it was not subtraction. That was <laughs> I was so far off. It was bad. Well, and like some people, like I was like, how the hell did you get two point one one? And they're like, Morgan, that's two years and eleven months. And I was like, what? I mean, I was like, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. But like, I was like, I'm looking at it like 2.9, you know, or like, I don't know what I saw. And I don't know. Pete's math, man. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Everybody got two and I got blue. <laughs> it like a real, literally can't do math. Oh, God damn. I'm glad we can laugh oh about this. Because we're that, making it. It's that moment when like. You just to using a calculator. So do not ask me to add in 2024. <laughs> it was awful. That quiz. There was that moment of like taking the quiz and I'm like, okay, it should be this answer. And you get to the answers. You're like, oh, nope. That's not even an option anywhere. So far off in left field. <laughs> Jeez. So memory, what was it like for your application for Belmont? I mean, I know we all had to do the interview day, the essay, but like you had to do observation hours though before you could apply, right? Right. 
So um, my current job working alongside my OT, I got to submit some of those because we're an outpatient, so we're in the same facility. I got to submit that and then um, two more settings, I think. So I chose Beyond Therapy as a pediatric-based outpatient facility, and that was hectic. That was hectic. They were busy. And I also chose um, a skilled nursing center. So those were really fun. Um, but shadowing the pediatric, they made it look so fun. They were so creative. They were so excited and happy to work every day. And I was like, okay, maybe I'd like to do peds. It was very interesting just how outside the box they would think mm -hmm. about their interventions. And just they would just be calling off a patient and like what they were working on and all these activities that they created. It was amazing. And really thoughtful. So this past weekend, we had our peds lab for our live weekend where a bunch of kiddos, um, parents brought in their kids for us to play and observe and, you know, talk with the parents. So do you still feel that way even going through the peds lab? Um, I do, but I also am humble enough to say that that is not my niche. That is <laughs> uh, my calling as much as I want it to be. I just don't think that that's something I can build off of. Um, I was FaceTiming Dr. Turner, our field work placement coordinator, and I was like, maybe I should do a rotation in peds for the boards. And she was like, no, not at all. Um, maybe choose something that you can build up on your current knowledge, you know, outpatient. What do you want to do in the future? And I said outpatient for mm -hmm. sure. Um, but yeah. So outpatient, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm already I struggling a little bit with the framework, so I think I need to focus on one mm -hmm. thing, find one thing, and building on it before I venture off. I needed a drink after that play lab. I was like, "What is that?" Yeah. I mean, like I've babysat my whole life. I have nieces. My mom, I like grew up in her classroom because she was a teacher, like first grade, and it it just ain't the same. Like, no. I mean, I'm so glad I had the partner I had because I was like what we we did like seven different activities in 15 minutes I was yeah like we got to do more <laughs> yeah you think you're prepared and you're not once you get no. it doesn't Those go kids. And no. it's always so hard too because like it could be so different just depending on the day like the very few kids that I've seen in my outpatient like there's one day I'll have the same kid and he will do great. He will sit for 45 minutes and we will do all tabletop activities. And then two days later, he'll come in and wants nothing to do with that. And all my plans that I just made went out the window. You're like, so, dude, what the heck? Yeah. It's so hard to plan. Like you really have to be on your toes and just have everything like in your back pocket. And sometimes that's not even enough. So that's, I don't know. It's so much. It's so much to think about. And then like you so said, Morgan, like some of the partners that we all had. So every mm -hmm. non-pediatric therapist was paired with a pediatric therapist. I'm saying all this in air quotes because the, I hate to like label us as non-pediatric and pediatric, but you all know what I mean. So yeah. it was nice that like we had that other person to like observe the other therapist too and like see how their brains are constantly changing and adapting in a situation. Mm -hmm. So that was super cool. And I don't know of anybody that like was both of the partners were not pediatric based because I cannot imagine, mm -mm. cannot imagine. I'd be, <laughs> I think I would cry if I was paired with somebody who also did not do peds like regularly. I don't know. That'd be rough. Well, it was just like my partner taking the simplest activity of a puzzle and turning it into a scavenger hunt where you have to bear crawl 
to go get them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, so you're doing gross motor. You're doing fine motor. You're doing selecting. You're doing your listening skills. Like, can you listen and follow directions? It just, like, blew my mind, like, the step-by-step process of how they chose, like, what they chose. So good for you for, like, going to a peds to do some observation. Very different than your outpatient, like, clinic. But I think that's the best part about OT in general is that if you like don't have that niche somewhere or like you want to switch it up, you can go to like totally 180 and go something different. Like if you don't want kids, go to old people, old Mm -hmm. people only. Like I love old people. I know. Same. (laughs) Same. And in my interview, I kind of felt like I had to be drawn to peds to do OT because I was like, that's the only thing that's different is peds. But oh my gosh. The scope of OT is never ending. I feel like there's mm-hmm. not even a scope. I mean, we can do dry needling. You can get certified in hand therapy. You can work in neuro, peds, um, ergonomics. Any, The list goes on and on. Pelvic floor, all those mm-hmm. things that I thought were only for physical therapy, you can do. So, I mean, it's never ending. You can bring up ideas to the AOTA to let you get certified in certain things. So, even in my interview, she was like, so why OT? I was like... Um, I'm interested in a more pediatric background and then now I realize I have all these other options. So no, I'm no longer interested in. Who was your, um, faculty member? I don't remember. You don't remember? No, I wish I did. She had, um, grayish silver hair and it was short. She had kind of a side banging glasses. It wasn't Dr. Turner though, but. Dr. Gibbs. Gibbs. Yes. We had the same person. Yes. And she yeah. was getting a little frustrated in my interview <laughs> because I said pediatrics. And she was like, why do PTAs always say pediatrics? And now looking back, I know why. Because we can't identify with any of the other differences, especially if you work an outpatient. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to like go back and talk to her because that, I mean, she was by far, I thought she looked the scariest. Like out yeah. of all the people that came in and was calling everyone's <laughs> names, everyone was so kind. And then all of a sudden this teacher comes in and she's like, Morgan, show and I was like, I agree. Oh. She took it very serious. I she was so serious. Yes. But I did not think I got accepted after just that interview with her. We obviously wowed her. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, I mean, you've learned a lot. And I know, like, there is definitely, there is a major bonus of not having to go back for our bachelor's <laughs> for yes. the Belmont mm-hmm. program. Because some other OT bridge programs, there's one down in Louisiana. Um, there are certain bridge programs where they require you to have a bachelor's. They require you to take the GRE. Uh, I think Belmont has different standards and a different set, but it makes it like that much harder to get into. Um, they, they have, you know, things that's accredited, like it's, it's a thing, but I'm so thankful they take our work history, our considerations, our reference letters. I feel like that has a big deal to do with it. You know, I, they take all of that into consideration of being like, okay, and then, like, it's it's not a waste of time, but, like, don't waste your time and don't go get that bachelor's. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, so that's where, I know that's that's what drew you to going OT, but was there any other thing, you know, like, because, like I said, there's there's multiple PTAs in our class, and I, and I'm probably, I obviously, we're the closest to you, so, yeah. and I think that you're going to make a wonderful OT. So good. Like, so, so Katie's good. arms in the air. Oh my because, gosh. like, you just, you do have that understanding. And, like, you know, the big major difference, though, I feel like is that, like, connection to people, the more psychological background. And it can be a little bit harder, like, to understand. And it's, and it's not so dry. I'm not saying PT is dry 
at all because but I mean when you get down to the nitty gritty it you know you go stretching muscles endurance all that and then like sometimes it's a little bit more psychological psychological like hindrance and bounds like for OT stuff 100%, 100%. so anything any words on that of I mean anything else why you chose OT Yes, yeah, so I really thought OT in the beginning, like I said, pediatrics, ADLs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. I can treat the whole person from top to bottom. Um, no. So I kind of view the difference now as PT is more like, how can I get you back to functioning at what I think is normal? How can I get you as close to normalcy in a society? Whereas OT is like, what are your goals? What does normal look like for you? What are your interests? Do you even care about being able to go to a park and walk up the stairs? No. Do you want to get back to basket weaving? Great. We're focusing <laughs> down as a I got goosebumps. <laughs> We're focusing on the client as a person instead of a client as a person in a normal society. So that's my best. I mean, that's an opinion, but I feel like it's very accurate, especially to what I see every day. I think we need snaps from memory because that was so good. You're badass. I love that you put basket weaving in there because in all of my assistant books, I'm pretty sure an example was basket weaving. Like a consistent example was freaking basket weaving. That was so good. But you also just have such a natural ability to connect with people. And Mm -hmm. I feel like you're just so introspective naturally that you're going to make such a good OT because you already have that, you know, baseline. Syndrome all the time, but I snap back pretty fast because really the more and more I'm in school, the more I'm like, I love this. Why did I not do it from the beginning? And I think it's all because there's a misconception about OT. Like I just mentioned the ADLs and the There's P- a stigma. Huge yeah. stigma. Mm-hmm. The stigma is, okay, what's OT? Is that like PT? I mean, that's, how's that different from PT? That is what everyone says. So what's that one? The rest of our lives, we're going to have to go about explaining what it is. Yep. <laughs> that one sticker that I have that it's like, no, I'm not PT. Yeah. <laughs> Literally every day that, I'm in the hospital. If I go in like later in the day, they're like, oh, I already had PT today. I was like, oh, good for you. Cause I'm OT. Let's go. Let's Duck, I'm OT. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always, I always pull out the, I'm the fun therapy. Yes, yes, yeah. Be like, hey, we you are. feel gross? You want to go take a shower? Let's go freaking take a shower. Like, mm-hmm. let's get a nice hot shower. Get you nice clean clothes. You'll be feeling like a million bucks by the time you're done with me. Let's go. And most people love that. Yes, mm-hmm. and mental health aspect. The mm-hmm. fact that we're so mental focused. Oh, this I, semester is heavy on the mental health. Really- making me open my mind up Mm -hmm. to just observe the patient as a person client-centered i mean i'm having to really neuro rewire some neurotransmitters morgan do you remember the first semester we had to make that concept map of a case study (laughs) of mental health i don't remember what it was oh we got community-based outpatient mental health something i looked at morgan i said oh that was from no i was freaking out i was like i don't know how to approach it i don't know what questions to ask what can I ask? Shit, I had PTSD when you said concept map. I was like, this semester concept map? Oh. <laughs> no, I remember. And Morgan was like, uh, yes, you can say that. Yes, you can say that. Yeah, you can ask that. I was like, what? Yeah, because I, I think back. So- yeah, I think back to when I was in CODA school. And then we just had a place in my hometown where it was called Breakthrough Club. And if no one knows like what we're talking about, like an out 
outpatient, like, community-based, like, a therapy place. It's basically, like, it was a place where you could go. It had free services, computers, like, a gym in it, like, all this stuff where people could use and help get them back on their feet. And then they also had employment opportunities there, you know. I had a, I had the one day when I was there for, like, a level one, I was there for, like, three days in a row, my my goal like day one was like assess the situation but then like I really chose the guy that came in didn't talk to anybody he would go straight to work go do some dishes and then his interaction that blossomed like throughout the day as people started coming in and some people knew who he was so they would come bring the dish up to him so then he wouldn't have to walk out to the table to get it and then like so a lot of people like struggled with that placement because they were like I mean, there's sinners. There's just sinners everywhere and people move around. And if you are doing good in your center, you know, and I'm like, I like just was like, oh, my God, I watched one person. And they're like, that's wrong. And then my teacher goes, no, it's not. It's not wrong. Let's talk about it. And so I was like, okay. But it's just it's crazy that like, you know, people don't know. I mean, and that's where I never would have thought like as a level one, I walk in and I was like, oh, God, this is this ain't it like this ain't ot it's all ot yeah and that i mean it's it's crazy what ot realm covers mm-hmm. because i don't i mean there there ain't no gray space because yeah. it's everything i literally so. just so i volunteered to do a zoom at my coda program yesterday and um they're asking a bunch of questions what my normal day looked like and everything and they're like any advice for the current students i was like literally if there is some way you can help somebody, OT can be there. Like, don't feel like you're boxed into a corner. You have to do just peds, just outpatient, just inpatient. Like, there's such diversity in OT in ways we can help, both physically, mentally, emotionally. Like, there's so many things, so many avenues. And that's just, like, the best part. You just have to be able to mm-hmm. see that person as a whole and what they need to do. And you can help them. Yes, and even being in school now, um, working full-time in the outpatient, it has completely changed the way I treat patients already, even as a physical therapist assistant, just looking at them, a client-centered approach. Even though they have surgical protocols, I mean, you know, still consider their mental health. This is a terrible time for them right now. They do not want to be here. How to I bet it's so hard, like, for you to, like, switch, like, switch on your PT hat and then, like, OT off and then, but then, like, you can't just turn it off. It is. So hopefully by the end of this, I can merge them. Yeah. So oh, you will. I'm working on that. I'm working on that. Yeah. Especially an outpatient. Like there's so much like outpatient is such a biomechanical approach. Like you're working on the strength. Wow, the look endurance. at them words, Katie. See? Yeah, that was. <laughs> look at how much this grad school is paying off already, you guys. <laughs> Did you read a textbook? I might have read a textbook mm. somewhere. Or you just watched a PowerPoint I while might, you were knitting. I might have watched a PowerPoint. But really, though, like a lot of outpatient is that frame of reference, that biomechanical. So and I can only imagine like as a PTA, like I feel like that's a huge base of your guys's knowledge, if not all of, you know, like that's a lot of like the function, like the body should move like this. Why is it not moving like this? And then to have to switch to OT of like, okay, well, how does the patient want to move? How does how is their normal? What's their baseline? You know, that's a big change I feel like yes I it's I would say it's almost 100% biomechanical and 
you know, still ethical. Obviously, I'm not saying PT does not care. They right, care right. Completely, um, but they care about getting the patient back to their perfect world. I guess you could say their perfect idea of normalcy again. So, yeah, integrating the OT mindset into that. I'm allowed to do that. I'm oh, allowed to do yeah. Yes, you are. If it helps been... you better, you know, treat a patient, absolutely. So, yeah, I've definitely been speaking a lot to the patients more. It allows you to gain their perspective, I guess you could say. It makes you want to put yourself in their shoes even more. So that's helped a lot. And now, guess what? These past months, I've been the most requested therapist to work with. So, oh, snaps your memory. Yes. Oh, that's so I awesome. I love that. Just like being able to take all this stuff that you're learning and apply it and like you just make it seem so effortless. Like it's just, it's so admiring. Like you're doing so good. Like I'm so proud of you. I know Morgan's so proud of you. Like you are crushing it. So good. I know. And you're so funny. You like remember stuff from like last semester because that's kind of like next topic. I wanted to get like your perspective on grad school. We know that you're working full time and going to school full time. You do all of your workout stuff in between. And I mean, so how, (laughs) how is that? Like, how is adding grad school on top? Like, how's it going with adding that on top of everything? Oh my gosh. Okay. So let me start at before we started grad school. Uh, it pains me to not give 100% to everything I want to give 100% through. So I was a bodybuilder previously in my off season. So going to the gym six days a week, staying on my meal plan, my meal tracks, um, working, doing social media marketing. Um, I had to come to terms with myself and be like, memory, you have to set priorities and you have to set them right now. You cannot give 100% to all. You need to have your non-negotiables and get those done. So mm-hmm. I swapped the gym and school for a little bit. Um, obviously, school is my number one priority and then work fall second. And the gym's been a little bit on the back burner, but I still make time. I just had to find that routine, but I don't like change. So that stressed me out a lot. And the first semester, they pranked me, I feel like, because... <laughs> The first semester was amazing for me. I was thriving. What? I was thriving the first semester. Morgan's face right now. No, you, you weren't. I love first semester yes. compared to this semester. Yeah. First semester was amazing. Now this, I want to have a mental breakdown every time I see a pass. OT analysis. Every time I get a notification about her annotation, I have sixty that follow. She makes sixty annotations to one like paragraph. Did you click love? I love feedback. (laughs) I think I clicked that, and then I emailed her, and I was like, "I'm not loving. I'm not loving the feedback." Yes, it was literally during my sleeping. It's like I'm getting yelled at. I'm just being pelted. Yes, with yelling, and I hate being yelled at. Like, yes, I so agree. So I would resubmit like the very first patient profile or occupational profile. I resubmitted it three times, and I still had sixty annotations every time. I know. So, yeah, maybe I'll figure it out one day, but this OT analysis and framework is killing me. There's so killing. many. There's so many frames of reference, and the framework is ginormous, and there's just so much. It's a lot. And, I like, it's so, like, again, I really, like, admire you for stepping into this because 
like Morgan and I, we had two years of an assistant program to learn this and like we mm-hmm. practice it and like continue to learn it. You're jumping into it now, you yeah. know, like you already have your background of knowledge and you're jumping headfirst into it in grad school. Like that's so much. That's and I so mean, much like, take on. Maybe I don't, I wouldn't even say it's a leg up of like, since you got out of school only a year ago, maybe like it's a little bit more easier for you. Cause I mean, I've been out of school for five years and Katie's yeah. been out for six, seven, that eight, little more fingers, oh seven and 20, a half, eight. So, I mean, like, but then like, we can all agree. I think we can all, it's starting now, like for sure, like this semester, second semester, I, I hope, and I'm glad, you know, like, this is where I'm like, okay, you're a class rep. When you talk to those students, because all I heard about how hellish first semester was and then after that's it's a breeze and i just want to set these kids straight <laughs> yeah you guys coming in first semester's rough but it, i mean it's baseline of a lot of stuff you start deep diving into neuro but i was like but then if you ain't a peed king or queen second semester buckle it's up, a little baby. spicy <laughs> good luck carly because you were gonna need it it is t- I really I think maybe our next interview should be like one of the pediatric therapists in our cohort and be like Mm -hmm. how's your semester going because we're unwell (laughs) just see the difference and then we'll just both bust up laughing and be like well this is very different yeah you can find us in summer and fall (laughs) we're just not going to give them snaps (laughs) this summer to be ours that I cannot wait I'm so excited for her though competent I'm excited to feel competent again yes Mm-hmm. We're going to get there, though. We're already a quarter of the way through the semester, which is crazy to think about. Like, I can't believe that. Literally, end of April, we're done. We're basically As... halfway through February. Like, this is going to fly. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. So, do we want to recap this weekend for the listeners? Can yeah. Can anybody remember um, back that far, though? Um, oh, yeah. I blacked out during the day. That was the I longest do. it was it was nice though okay so first weekend got canceled because nashville Mm. got seven and a half inches of snow (laughs) and they usually get virtual yeah so we virtualed it up which was hell you know like i don't want to do that again i you know we had a classmate that was out sick for the second live weekend and so she was back home doing that again i was like how's this feel and she goes honestly i was so ready to get out of the house (laughs) and i was like i know girl i was like i'm so sad for you but that's okay so like we stayed with less people this time and like didn't hate it didn't love it but i feel like that is our time to like connect and be around like people that are going through the same stuff as us so i think whoever was together i was very appreciative of all of that everyone that got together study eat do all those things i miss you guys mm-hmm. i mean that that was simple as that mm-hmm. um Saturday, who seven thirty to five thirty. Ten hours in a classroom. Yeah. It it was like so much information to learn that day. And I was so glad that face to face is a time that we can't ever get back with our professors. But that's a long day on Saturday. And it's hard because on Saturday we have three classes. So our first class is a half hour. Our second class is five hours. Like, yes, we have an hour lunch in there, but we're in that class from eight to three. That's a long time to be in one class. 
and it's I'm a glad lot that we had the parts. play lab. Yes, it yeah. broke it up really nice, but it was a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. It was just it was just a lot. And then our last class was three to five thirty because we ran a little behind. We started so, late. She yeah. thought she could hold us for her time, I think. And you Ooh. know what? I was dying. I know. Well, and that's honestly, I that coming in that morning, obviously, <laughs> we were, I was like, where are we going to sit? Like, everyone, no assigned seats, but like, you have your unassigned assigned seat. And then I saw, I saw you memory and I was like, <gasps> you're like, you sit down right here. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I was like, I'm sitting next to you. And I oh, mean, I needed you. Oh my yeah. gosh. If I wanted you guys, I would have made it. I know. We I we have the best spot. Katie, I'm holding bitches in the back. back. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. I hate it. I love she, I fidget too much and I have too many eye rolls and facial expressions that don't need to be seen by the entire class. So the back row is my comfort zone. And I love it. It's fine. And and that's how like when I told Dr. Schmidt that we had this podcast, she goes, so you're that's your best friend you have a podcast with but you guys i'm like no i don't want to sit next to her (laughs) okay i'm like i literally i literally was like it'd be one of those things where we would probably get thrown out of class if we sat next to each other because we just would like we wouldn't listen Mm -hmm. but we also i was like you came to my house thursday before yes i drove so she came to my house thursday you got here like three and then we had thursday night friday you spent Friday all day with me because I was Paige's birthday so we did like all of Paige's fun birthday things in the morning and then we drove together down to school stayed together the whole weekend drove home you stayed that night like we spent a lot of time with each other outside of live weekends which you know it makes up I mean we should tell the podcast what we did in Nashville oh yeah go for it we got tatted (laughs) (laughs) we talk (laughs) we talk a lot about this uh mental health semester that was some good mental health therapy. That was some good therapy. Mm-hmm. It's just to go get a tattoo. <laughs> so I think we talked about it on the drive down to school. And then Saturday night after dinner, after a few drinks, we're like, all right, fuck it. Let's go get tattoos. <laughs> good uh, release after that 10-hour day. Yeah. Because then Sunday, again, early start, 730. Mm-hmm. It. At least we start like with some like I mean those those professors are pretty solid. Dr. Schmidt, Dr. Cruz, she's new. Mm-hmm. She seems chill, but I mean honestly, I mean Katie was like Dr. Cruz was was there like she, she was sat just, down yeah. like she was chilling it was, off to the side. Mm-hmm. Super sweet lady, like super excited to interact with her more. Dr. Schmidt, we I know. had last semester. We love her, and yeah, it was an early start with great teachers, but heavy topics. <gasps> heavy heavy I mental almost, health i almost cried a couple times it's 7 30 in the morning all of our classmates opening up about well not not only their struggles but just struggles they've witnessed yeah. oh my yeah that was heavy, mm-hmm. that was heavy. it's deep like i applaud them for opening up because yes you know we all go through it we all you know got something going on know someone that has something going on so did we say like our first class on sunday mornings is mental health and occupational therapy so that was our first class sunday morning that's like was super heavy and i just think the teachers like respects respect that they have for us and how they're like if you need a minute step out Mm -hmm. if you have questions ask them Mm -hmm. and if you don't want to ask them right now in front of everybody let me know later like they are they are the most like understanding people too so that's i i think we're blessed to have them and their expertise 
and like that they bring to the table. So it's definitely a heavy topic on a Sunday morning. <laughs> but, but you know, we do have the best teachers ever. Like I love you, Belmont. Seriously. Mm-hmm. They are the best teachers I've ever had and the most caring, understanding. Like you said, they really care about your mental health. They all ask about check-ins, well-being assignments in every class. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, this is very, this is very nice. Mm -hmm. But I just hope people take advantage of them and like they be truthful and they literally look inward Mm -hmm. and like they, they take advantage of these assignments and our professors Mm -hmm. because even like, um, our OT or OT analysis teacher, you know, she's like, y'all, y'all buy me. Y'all pay me to be here. Use me. Mm-hmm. Ask me. Like, which I love that they're times. so real about it, though. And like, you know, our OT analysis and a lot of our teachers, you know, they talked about last semester and this semester. Like, how can we help people if be better and be well if we are unwell? You know, like they really care about our mental health especially our ot analysis teacher she just did her doctorate her whole dissertation was on mental health of master student ot master ot students so Mm -hmm. yeah like it's so important for us to also take the time to recognize like we're going through something really hard and it's a lot and to like acknowledge it sit with it and like how to move forward in a healthy way so that we don't get overwhelmed and freak out but you know, like, I can I know. say, can I say one negative thing? <laughs> oh gosh, what? I just don't, don't make me feel like shit if I am, am I, that I am well. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, that's, I... that's where, like, just because this world is unwell <laughs> doesn't mean that we all have to be unwell. Yeah. And that's a big thing that I feel like, is hard for me, you know, to like, I don't like talking about feelings. <laughs> Everybody knows that I don't like, and, and some, and you know, I am not, I am not a sweeper under the rugger. And that is one thing. If you don't know that about me, write it down, learn it. That's how it is. But that's where sometimes I know that can come off a little, like, like I used to make one of my best friends, like break out knives. Cause she's like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I'm like, Sammy, like we, we got to figure this out. You know, but that's this semester. We, we are, we so much like our, we're not, we're not focused on it. We're not hyper-focused. It's about what we're talking about. Like there's a reason, but I'm like, don't make me feel like shit that I am. Well, I don't need to be unwell. I don't want to be unwell and I'm not pushing shit off to the side, but yeah, that's my one negative thing. I'm done. I can appreciate. Also like, I mean, in this society, it's almost like if you're not depressed or something extreme, you're weird almost so that's a stigma that kind of needs to be broken because where do we draw the line between depression and sad mm-hmm. good point yeah. yeah really good point yes yeah. i can't appreciate with um our professors though they're like especially in that class where it's like hey if you think this is crazy just chill for a little <laughs> bit you know just like be on your phone i yeah. don't care like you know good job. she because i definitely did play play 10 10 block mexer i i played 10 10 during that because i you know i was like i don't want to watch this video yeah and like they're good about knowing like we have to tell you these things but it's okay like if you don't buy into it like that's been nice Mm -hmm. yeah they're the best really they've exceeded my expectations Mm -hmm. 
So, I mean, it's a little early, though we are already talking about fieldwork placements. But, like, plans post-grad school, memory. What? Like, you going peds? No. <laughs> you going PhD? <laughs> I don't know. There's you can't go get your doctorate with me? Filming. Um, I may get my doctorate just to say that I have it, but I don't know. I just love school. Genuinely, I do love school. I love being in school. I love having a goal. So whenever this new high of graduating wears off in OT, I'm going to do something else. Mm -hmm. But definitely, I want to work at my current job, hopefully with a dual degree in outpatient as a PTA slash OT, so I can fill in for the PT patients when they need a treatment. Mm -hmm. And maybe a few years working there i don't really know i want to do travel therapy so bad so bad but i also want to teach so i have my whole life i'll probably do all three you have <laughs> so much though like there's such like you have good you know avenues you it's nice that you have your pta degree nobody's ever going to take that from you obviously yeah. so that's yeah. so awesome you to just got to stay up on like what, CEUs. like your um, CEUs? and Actually, they count for both. All of my PTA or OTCEUs can carry over into... Um... That's awesome. Yes. That's so cool. Very nice. Yes. I just want to do everything. Hey. A toxic trait. But... This, but you know what? You can. Yeah. yeah. You can do everything. Don't that enable was... me. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, don't enable me. I will. <laughs> You you say I can't watch me. <laughs> watch me. I love that though because that is the best thing is I have always had that fear as well. I'm like, I what do I want to do? Brain injuries? Do I want to do home modifications? Do I want to do pelvic floor incontinent stuff? Like and they're like, do it all. Like yeah, I agree. So and that is I can agree with you on the travel therapy. That is I'm that's a goal. That's I mean, a goal of mine. Yeah. Wow. So it would be. I had a friend awesome. after she graduated OT school, she did travel therapy and she had a contract in uh, somewhere in the Midwest. And then they took her to California and she was there for like six months. And she came back for like 12 weeks and then she went back for six months. And like she just loves that adventure and, you know, just everything that comes with travel. It's great pay. You have stipends for housing and food mm -hmm. and everything. And you get to go wherever they want to send you. You could go so many places. So that's such a cool option is to do travel. And you make big bucks doing travel. So let alone money is interesting. Um, emails and I get the email notifications every day about travel positions that open. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I wish I could go now. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I know. There's a lot of cool ones open. Hawaii. Yeah. I love Hawaii. I want to live there. I've only lived there for five years. But now with the cost of living rising, oh. I'll maybe doing a travel assignment there. But did you mm -hmm. see that there are two fieldwork sites there? Um, yes. Can I afford it? Probably not. Um, <laughs> grad plus loans. Yeah, grad plus loans. That's true. That's true. But then I gotta go back. I know, but everyone <laughs> has debt. That's true. It's no one talks about what their debt is and though. Bad yeah. debt. You got smart debt. It's worth it, right? Girl math. That's very Girl math. <laughs> and Looking, then. Logging into my credit karma and seeing the student loans every day drives me crazy. Mm -mm. Just always plan to work for a nonprofit. Sign up for those payback loans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 10 years. Yep. You're good. Yep. You're good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's a way around everything. There's girl math on everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Do we have well, any girl math any... for grad school? Oh. Um. <laughs> Befriend a peds therapist. Well, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, if you listen to a lecture, you don't have to take notes. Girl math. Oh, girl uh, logic. That... Grad logic. That that's some grad school. Grad. That's logic? some grad student logic. Oh, at work on my lunch breaks, um, we have a treadmill, so I'll set my laptop on the treadmill and walk while I'm listening to lectures or even doing an assignment. I like shift a desk, you know, those adjustable tables mm -hmm. with the wheel. I put that under the treadmill and then put a bolster on it and then put my laptop and I will do my assignments and stuff for the hour that I walk at work at lunch break. So if I'm multitasking, it's so much more motivating. True. I, hey, good for you for the dedication. That That's some good girl math. I, I keep telling myself so I went to 10 hour shifts again this week and I keep telling myself like okay get to work check all the things you need to check if nothing needs done in the seven to eight o'clock hour do homework yeah have I, have I done that at all absolutely not yeah. oh <laughs> memory's like yeah you have no, oh, no. not at all <laughs> uh, maybe one day I'll be as dedicated as you memory that's my goal well, I'll, we also don't have productivity, so I don't I either. Oh, you don't? No. We're so lucky. We are so rare. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm so not working, so I don't have productivity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, girl math. Okay, wake up at one, so then that you can do homework from two to three, and then you go to work at four. <laughs> Grad logic. When do you get to work? Usually, like ten. Um. Well, it kind of depends on the day. But yesterday I woke up at 7.30. I met a friend for coffee. I thought I would do homework, but I got my Wordle done. And <laughs> and then I started working on homework. But it kind of just depends. So like today, I didn't get out of bed until 1.30. Hey, it's all about balance. And I, but I did homework last night, like super late. Was it good? I hope so. I hope that group work was good. Good enough. <laughs> Maybe that's why it took me a hundred and some minutes to complete the SIMU case. I was there right before our FaceTime. So. Did you get it done? No. I think it saved your progress, though. But I'm almost done. I should probably start mine tonight. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, any other thing, anything else that you feel you need to share little PT mm -hmm. slash OT brain. Any uh, advice? How much more than I thought it would be? Yes, mm -hmm. advice. If you're a PT and or PTA and you're considering this program, 100% do it. I mean, it's just going to expand your mind so much. It's going to make you view your job so much differently. Um, you'll have career options you never thought existed. So do it. I'm so glad I did it. I don't think I'll ever regret it. And the more classes we have the more i fall in love with ot and it makes me very excited for the future i'm sure there's more i just can't think of anymore but oh yeah excited i'm eager i'm so eager to just be done with the program and know and absorb everything i need to know and be confident enough to say i'm an ot i cannot wait for the confidence click mm -hmm. to just know it all and be able to apply it all with confidence so i feel like i definitely had the I don't know if I'm going to call it confidence click, but that light bulb moment of like, oh my God, this all makes so much sense. 
I had that this week when I was at work. Nice. It was, um, what was it? Yeah, I guess it was this week. But I was talking to the patient and I was talking to the PTs that are in the same. We have a couple different gyms. So in the back gym with me. And I was just telling them, you know, about how the weekend went and with peds and everything. And like I was just standing there and I was explaining. I was like, oh, my God, this all is finally clicking. Like I've been doing OT for a long time, but like. It's all coming full circle right this second as I'm explaining it to you. So I do believe, I don't remember who said it. I think it was our first semester. I think it was Dr. Harvey where she was like, you still need like so many years outside of graduation to feel like an actual therapist, like a competent therapist. And I feel like that's so true. Like not even just for OT, but like, I don't know, with PT, I'm sure it's the same thing. Like I know when I graduated from my assistant program, I was like, okay, I did it. I passed the boards. I'm an assistant. I'm an OT assistant. But I didn't feel competent and confident until like probably two years in. Yes. It's so crazy. It's so, it's a lot. But I feel like this program's definitely helped to like build the confidence, at least from my perspective. I don't know how you guys feel, but... I feel more yeah, confident and competent. Towards us, yeah, their attitude towards us, they really hype us up and they really motivate us. So they really believe in us and that kind of helps me believe in myself too. Yeah, for sure. What about you, Morgan? Morgan? <laughs> I wasn't listening. I know. <laughs> Morgan was like rolling around in the background. I hope, around. <laughs> I hope that you didn't hear my phone call. <laughs> oh, no, no, I didn't. Okay, good. <laughs> I just see Morgan grab her purse, roll off screen, roll back. <laughs> uh, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Anyways. <laughs> so we're talking this is about- a blueberry, this is this is a live blueberry moment. <laughs> I'm like, what were we talking about? <laughs> we're talking about that this program has helped us build our confidence and competence in the therapy world do you feel the same i definitely yeah hashtag retweet all of that because that's (laughs) (laughs) it this is just building more knowledge on top of everything that we already know and do and i think that again like i also love school like i don't know something unless i learn it so i'm like teach me show me like what do what do i not know so then that's where I don't want to – I just want to learn whatever I can and meet whoever I can because that has been the best part is networking. And that's literally all OT, networking. Yeah. And it's a very – I feel like OT is actually a very small world, at least in my experience. Like I've been random places and they're like, oh, you're an OT? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know so-and-so. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I also know so-and-so. Like, it's such a small world. But that's kind of the nice part about it. So, but yeah. Do you want to do the listener question, Morgan? I see it written down there. So we had, okay, so done talking about OT stuff. We want you to stay on because we had a just like random listener question. Has nothing to do with OT. This is a blueberry moment question friend spouses 
adding on social media. How do you feel about like if your friend's spouse or significant other adds you on social media? Red flag? Green flag? Mm -hmm. Yellow flag? Okay. So if it's a Morgan, what are you doing? (laughs) Sorry, memory. (laughs) Are you vacuuming? She can't hear me. Her her headphones are off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, if it's a spouse, a green flag. I mean, you're solidified in your marriage. I would hope. And if the spouse has met you, I want to say green flag. But um, just boyfriend, girlfriend, fresh relationship, maybe red flag. Because that's happened to me a couple times. Um, my best friend that I used to live with, or yeah, the last person I lived with, her new boyfriend added me on snapchat and instagram and i was like you've been dating for two months i don't know it just gave me a weird feeling so i asked her i was like hey he added me on snapchat is this okay with you i don't know so you reached out you asked her i asked her yeah what did she say she was like i guess so she didn't know before so that's what i'm saying right and that's the weird part it's like when the other person like their significant other like your friend or whoever doesn't know that they add you yeah red flag yeah like then like i don't know it's such an awkward position to be in you should definitely add yes yeah yeah i i don't know i i also think it depends on the situation like if the person adding you if like you get the ick from them i don't know yeah you can oh you i feel like you can kind of fill it out until if it's a potential red flag or not Mm mm-hmm so i don't know and if they freshly did probably (laughs) we have another guest (laughs) random pop-up hello hello (laughs) that was some nice asmr hello (laughs) it's a jp hello (laughs) so we were talking about the red flag of um friend spouses adding on social media morgan Especially if the friend doesn't know their significant other added you. I say red flag. Yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's just weird. Like, don't be weird and don't be gross. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's my go-to. And I don't know what would make it right. Like, I'm friends with Ben on Facebook. Yeah, but Ben's normal. (laughs) Yeah, but Ben's normal. (laughs) I feel like that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. Because you and Kevin are so close. That's not even questionable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True, true. Yeah. That's all our listeners' questions for this week. Um, <laughs> Random question. Yeah. Literally blueberry question. <laughs> Sometimes we get a couple good ones. The other one um, we had last episode was how we are handling our stress and protecting like our own mental health. So that was a good question. Have any thoughts on that memory? Yes. My main thing is that your non-negotiables giving 100% effort feels so much better than giving 97%. If that makes sense. So if you accomplish all your tasks in a day, that just feels so much better than the guilt of not accomplishing everything you said you were going to do. So my big thing is just do what you said you were going to do to yourself. Keep your promises to yourself. I like that. Yeah. Wisdom. So wisdom. (laughs) Full of it. All right. Anything else you want to, you know, plug memory or want to shout out? 
Any thoughts, comments, concerns, questions? How was your first uh, experience as a guest? It was great. It was so fun. <laughs> Do it again. Five stars <laughs> on you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm so glad you popped on. Yes. Oh, but go. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, if anyone has any questions, extra questions, let me know. If you're a PTA thinking about switching to OT, come talk to me. I will encourage you and probably force you to do it because it's such a good decision. Do you want to shout out like your Instagram or anything? You want to keep that private? Sure. No, I'll shout out. My Instagram is memory lane. <laughs> My name is memory lane and it's spelled M-E-M-R-I-E-L-A-N-E. And my mom did not do that on purpose. She did not name me memory lane on purpose. Which I... is the ironic thing ever. I never even thought that. Really? And that never crossed my mind till you just said that. My mind Even is... my mother. <laughs> my mind is blown. Back to the day of when I think Dr. Harvey was like, what's your name? And you're like, memory. And she was like, no, I'll remember it. But like, what's your name? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what, are you making a joke or being serious? And I was like, oh, it's no. <laughs> She's being my... serious. <laughs> dead ass jokes with you because she's so serious oh, <laughs> oh no that's really my name no jokes here <laughs> oh jeez. well again memory thank you so so much for being a part of this we love you we loved having you we look forward to seeing you real soon thank you i love you guys too ready for our next love weekend memory do you want to do know. the k love you bye Wait, all, just... all you do is say, Okay, love you, bye. Yeah. <laughs> okay, love you, bye. Love you, bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>